I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I said, is his real belly? Oh, I thought no you way. meant is his real I thought belly. I thought you meant his <laughs> real belly as in him doing the action. But, but it's, it's a real... I want to solve this conversation right here, right now. Would you rather date up or date down? This is your daily catch-up. Hey guys, so now at the end of every episode, we're going to be responding to some of your comments, so remember to stay till the end. Also, ask more questions. Hi, g'day, g'day. So today we have uh, Miss Annette Lee with us today. Welcome. Ooh, welcome. welcome, Annette. Hi, hi. Oh, wow. thanks Actually, for having me. Uh, woman of many talents, singer-songwriter, has her own YouTube show now. How's life? Busy, <laughs> but good. So what are you busy with these days? Like, after, especially after the, the rap of your... Uh, series, yeah. So I, I have a concert. I don't know when this is going out, but after your concert, I guess after. So. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, but the all in one. Was it all in yes, one? I'm yes, I'm so excited for it. When is it exactly? 16th of April. If this is going up before 16th of April, then definitely, it's happening definitely. on 16th April. Uh, but then, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm just been working on more content, all creating content, um, just music stuff, and I'm working on second season of N and Ben show as well. Oh wow. So speaking of um, very talented people coming together, your YouTube show, which features not just yourself and Ben King, but also powerhouses like Gurmit Singh and Amy Cheng, how did it all come together? Tell us a little bit more about the process. Uh, I just, I always wanted to make a web series. Like I think when I was, uh, especially in, in film school, do, do you guys go to film school? Nope. nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I went for like a six months. Uh. Oh, that's it. it. Oh, yeah, the most educated. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, um, sorry, I just asked because I know y'all do production. But so um, <laughs> I always wanted to make a web series, lah. And I think when I was in school, uh, I you watch a lot of depressing art house films. It's very yeah. mushy, <laughs> you know. And then that's the thing where you study a, a lot about and is the the atmosphere is always very tense and pretentious and so i always like comedy because i feel like it loosens that tension and mm. and i i feel it's very underrated because people don't at, at least not in the in the culture that i was studying in like you don't comedy isn't seen as some top tier entertainment at all yeah but i just enjoyed it uh, and, and that to me how, how does one begin this process though i understand you 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 funded it yourself yeah so how, how does one begin? Like you just have a broad concept, probably try and write down that concept, and then you call Gamit Singh and say, "Hey, you want to big jump?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what's the process from like conceptualizing yeah. to pre-prod to like casting? And then- so I really always want to want to make a web series, right? And then I remember after I I left my previous job, and then I was just there, and I just felt okay. I want to create some art, now, okay? Because, um. As, as much as the best way to survive as a creative in Singapore is to do a lot of commercial work. So I still do some of that. Lah. But then I just set aside my savings and I told myself, okay, this amount I'm going to use to make a show. Uh, and yeah, so I just had this idea to do this, uh, which 
you can find out the inspiration behind it in a director's commentary that I did on my channel. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if not, I not repeat here. the whole thing here yeah. again. Yeah. Wait, wait um, we should mention because we haven't actually mentioned the show. So you guys haven't uh, caught oh, it yeah, yeah. yet. Uh, the show is called Asian Billionaires and it's on Annette's channel. I believe it launched about four to five weeks ago. It's on the, its fourth episode at the time of filming. Um, yeah. And, and a big yeah, fan. I am a big fan. I've been telling everyone to watch it. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Do you actually want to tell people like what that this show is about? The elevator, the elevator pitch. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just uh, it's a comedy. It's a mockumentary about a fictional billionaire family in Singapore navigating their uh, rich lives. The sweet family. Their wealthy lives. Yes, the sweet That's family. Like amazing impression. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody <laughs> can <laughs> tell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, you didn't watch. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I go watch. Uh, I watched yeah. as much as I could. I She's still busy at work, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah she is. Correct, 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 correct. Very good, very good. <laughs> no, but I really like it. Like, like I've been, I've been telling friends to like watch it. I even commented oh, the latest you. one. He replied me. And I was really like, yes. And then he replied me, thank you. He thank was you. telling us just now about how he went to comment on the videos. I was wondering whether Kogwi like kept the money or not, because it was. No, hey, I haven't watched episode okay, 4 yet. Sorry, 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 sorry. Wait, so, so, <laughs> no, so just now, right, he's, he mentioned this. He mentioned that he commented on the videos and then you replied him. And then I asked, do you think she knows who you are? No way. And he said yes. I said no. <laughs> I said no. I said no and John Paul said, confirm him. No, no, no. I said no. Okay, so but no no, so, so because- Move on from there. <laughs> no, because I, you're- I, I, you're I, I, yeah. Did then? I said no. <laughs> no, because you're posting this on YouTube, right? I mean, you yes. get instant feedback. On, on a project like this, it, I mean, you probably used to this because you're on, on social media, right? But, but how have the comments been? And how, how, how are you feeling about it? Um, I think they've, they've been largely pretty positive, which is very nice. Mm. Um, of course, there's always a portion of hate comments. I mean, that's What are the hate comments? Yeah. I mean, you guys get hate comments also, do you all? Huh? No. <laughs> but it, it differs, right? Like, like different do. channels, like, like at least if, if it's for uh, hours, again, we can't confirm or deny, but it's like the stuff that we are <laughs> discussing about. Whereas for yours, it's like you've taken yeah. this creative process to write the scripts and to cast and to act. Like, it, I'm sure you must have heard even more. Like, what kind of like, hit comments like, do you normally I get? don't know. I guess just some people are like, this is boring, this is not funny. But, oh. I, but it's, uh, to me, I mean, for one second, I'll be a bit hurt. But then later I realised that it's okay because different people just have different... Yeah. Um, also, you didn't charge them money for it, so don't feel bad. Lah. Yeah, I also yeah. didn't charge the money, yes. Have you actually gotten constructive criticism like for the show? Like not just like um, random hate comments that are not funny, that kind. I think there were like one or two people who suggested how I could have rewritten like certain <laughs> parts. <laughs> yeah. But good uh, the suggestion. Uh I I wouldn't say it's bad, but it is not uh, um, uh, something not worth cancelling and reshoot <laughs> la. yeah, yeah, yeah. or like easy say but not no, so easy to do la. Like, yeah yeah it's easy say but, but I, I have my own reasons for not doing yeah, it yeah. Yeah. Like, but I would say partially why I even wanted to do this show is it's almost from that whole perspective of like you're so good you, you, you want to complain then you do uh, you know mm -hmm. like I think Singaporeans a lot of times like, we like to hate on content that we don't like. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'm sometimes guilty of that also, even if it's not publicly, right? I mean, do you guys hate on content you don't like? Oh, oh I hate on my church time. content all the time, man. <laughs> oh. Like every Sunday. There was one extent. Why do you want to go to hell for that? No, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like they for try to make a nostalgic video, right? Then the whole video is supposed to be the nostalgic vibe. Then they try to be hip. Then they will come in with all the glitches. I feel like they have a 16 glitch transition pack that they just use every single video. <laughs> Right. Then, then why don't you join the, the I video apply. team? Then they say we don't need people. Then oh, I like, oh no! no. Right. Wow, no, but I think they had that one video which you sent me. It was pretty good. 
1995. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because that's why I felt like, okay, I know people always say this show, that show not nice. And I'm like, okay, as much as I'm able to set aside um, money that I've made to create some art, like, I want to be able to do that. Yeah. Because I got nothing else to do for money. Like, I don't like to buy very expensive things or what. Right? Yeah. I, like, I just, like, I, I'm, I'm a very creative, creative person. So I'm like, okay, I want to use it to make some stuff. And I felt, you know, it's it's my way of sort of contributing in a sense um, to like content and Singaporean content instead of just like hating on it. Right. Because I feel mm. let's say Did you, you make any money off the series? No, right? Um, I mean, no. It's like a bit of YouTube ad revenue. But to me, oh, it was just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, there were no like placements. Were like, no not, like, not like Jack. No, we had uh, like some... Like Canon, Canon uh, 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 loaned us all the camera equipment. Okay. Thing, which oh, was right, very right, sweet. right, right. Nice. We had um, wardrobe sponsors and... Um, uh, the the restaurant. I think why I want to make this also is because you know how let's say you go to a restaurant and then you you eat the food and then you hate it and then you just tell everybody how bad it is and then you just keep talking about how bad it is. But if you are also kind you, you of cook. a a chef mm. on your own, right? Like instead of hating on it, like you should go and make some good stuff at your own restaurant, right? Right. Because like yeah. what value does it bring if you are just hating on the next door restaurant? Right. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys watch Ratatouille? Like the ending scene of the <laughs> critic explaining how as a critic I have the easiest job because I have the lowest risk but I have the largest influence over someone who spent the entire work like entire life doing something and right. I have the power to just smash it all the way down. And so like oh, I completely forgot that part, yeah. Yeah, I I guess because we were very young or so, but what mm. he realized in the end was that he really has the power to influence and actually let's see how we can do okay like that's not really a conclusion like, like he was just very positive about the Ratatouille yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, I mean okay to play like devil's advocate right like if I'm unable to do something it doesn't mean that I have to appreciate it right? you know what I mean yeah 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 so then but that's why I, I, I feel um, because I'm I'm precisely able to create content uh, I, I should feel I felt like I, I had a sort of almost duty to make some stuff that mm-hmm. I, I felt right, right. maybe people would enjoy better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I'm totally not a creative person, I think I have the right to hate you would on still stuff. have the right line. yeah. Which I realized just now I didn't answer the question because we all went everywhere, which is how I I the how, how the process even happened, right? Like did I just write it then hello Gomit, do you want to be in the show? Yeah. Um G. What? G. <laughs> hey, <O-G. laughs> no G was <laughs> no, I think it was just a lot of very interesting. Some dude at this episode. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, was, sorry. Yeah, it was a lot of pretty serendipitous moments. For example, I had literally just met Gurmit like uh, I don't know a, f- a couple months into my writing. Oh. Actually, or like right at the start of my writing process, like we did a shoot together right. thing, and then so as I was writing, I just felt okay. I maybe I'll just cast him. Why not? Because I talked to him and all, and and right. we had a lot of fun. And so w- isn't it a very like a nerve-wracking process? I mean, you're paying him, yeah, but well, also that you pitch your script. Ah, you have right? to pitch your script to Gummy Singh, which is oh uh, yeah, of course The uh. sitcom, yeah. like Singapore sitcom. Many people call him Gummy Singapore. Eh. What? <laughs> <Wow, laughs> really? Yeah, because he, he was on every single NDP and President Star Charity and whatever. Yeah, I've never heard of that in my life. We all thought he made it up. No, 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 no. It's, it's a thing, it's a thing. Trust me. Someone someone validate me, please. Um, okay, so yeah, so it was scary and I just but I just sent it to him la, and then he he liked the script, so that was good, right? But um and, and it was actually also similar for everyone else. 
I mean, Ben's my friend, so I just mm. tell, uh, told him about it, and just let him take a look at the scripts and everything. Also, and he was just like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, Amy also was similar to Ben because they they both they are both represented by Fly, right? Mm, yeah, and she liked it as well. Uh, as for the uh, my Filipino actress Paul Diaz, oh, so, she's such an MVP. She good. Yeah, she's really good. good. I love yeah. her. She's really great. She uh, so okay. That was a longer process. I was actually thinking, how do I cast someone to <laughs> get an actual helper? You thought no, about you, it? Uh, no, that's not possible. That's illegal. Eh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. John. Labor rights. No, that's off day. Yeah. They, they, oh, they can't moonlight. They can't moonlight. Right, right. Oh. Why have you okay. casted someone? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Sunny going back to all his past projects. Private some videos. Oops. So, um, we, so we thought like okay let's let's try and look for filipino actresses who are somehow in singapore like we just got in touch with i don't know casting agencies and long story short we found this filipino actress who she she she's based in philippines but she has a restaurant in singapore right so oh. she she comes uh, back and forth so we were, we wanted to cast her we spoke to her for a while but in the end she couldn't come to singapore because she because of covid she cannot travel but she recommended Paul Diaz, who was right. Yeah, who's living in Singapore itself. I mean, if you go through a casting agent, interesting. But if like, friend friend recommend one, right? He's like, oh my gosh, you are a Filipino actress. I'd like to cast like a domestic helper. It's so weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so actually, I did think you know I was casting like, oh no, Indian is it? Because she's she was a really big deal. Like she won the Star Search equivalent. Um, oh. Back in her day in Philippines, oh, right. ten years past ago. But then she quit the industry and then she moved to Singapore with her husband. Ah. yeah. So and rejoined the industry. No, she she's still not an official like full time oh. actress. Yeah, and yeah. So she had to take like leave off days to to come on my show. So back to what we we're talking about. I was saying I did feel a bit bad. Like oh no, she's she's such a big deal. Then mm. I asked her to like play a, a Filipino like domestic helper, right? But after she was so excited about this, she very she was happy, right? Then I realized that actually, if you think about it, huh, you are like somebody in the US asks you to act in a, a, a American show where you are a Singaporean immigrant. Would you feel mm. offended? No. No. You wouldn't, right? Yeah, because that's part- <laughs> She's trying to affirm herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> As in, I, I realized that actually it's the fact that we think that they'll feel bad is our own. Um, we are projecting. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, lor. <laughs> you who said you play? Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just saying it's a weird conversation to have because it's yeah. shippish, ma. It's shippish. Yeah. It's, it's also a stereotype in that sense, ma. Right? If you if you if you see a Filipino in Singapore, mm. you you just sometimes just cast the impression, not that you say it out loud, right? But I think like on the show, like it could have easily become a very caricature character, but it wasn't. It was very mm. actually very nuanced and actually such a highlight of the show. So like, at least in my point of view. No, but on on that point, right? Like, cause I think I want to take it back to writing a bit, cause I'm very curious about that that aspect of this of this job, right? So like, when you once you bring it up and you pitch it to like Gurmeet uh, or like this this actress, right? Then do they do you work with them to to flesh out the lines to make it more authentic? Do they play with the lines? Are they allowed to improv a bit here and there? Or did you actually write every single word that, for example, like the 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 helper was supposed to say? You know what I mean? Oh no, I I usually am very open with with improv one. I'm just like you don't. But how much of it was actually improv? Yeah. Um, I mean, as long as you don't stray from the gist of whatever is said. Um. No, but how much of it was? Like percentage wise, oh, if you had not to. not a lot. I, mean, not, I would say like. No, no. 
percentage wise, uh, how much was different? Maybe ten percent, twenty percent. Right, so oh. they did lah. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, so they they still stuck to to most of whatever was like like Gummy Singh's character where he he does this and all that stuff. Was that was that? Oh, all that was him? his own. Oh, yeah. Right, right, so right. I I I think it's always very fun <laughs> yeah, when characters like him, can can yeah. bring yeah. out like you know they 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 have their own interpretation of yeah. the characters. Like the fake belly yeah. was it requested by him or? Oh, he just requested. Yeah, I'm just like yeah. Sure. Oh, it's not his real belly. No, yeah, so no, as in it's his real belly. Oh, I thought no you way. Meant, it's his real I thought belly. You meant his fake belly, as in him doing the action, but but it's it's a real. I want to solve this conversation right here, right now. No, I was gonna say hi. Try, I know budget for a prosthetic oh, I belly. A, I thought it's his real belly. I mean, I love gamizing. Like like it's just yeah. part of life, huh? <laughs> you just if you stand a certain way, anyone can. Yeah, yeah no, but I thought it looked fake. It looked. Um, no, he exaggerated. Right. He yeah, exaggerated. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I, I thought I could see the prosthetic. Huh? <laughs> 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 You're insulting him more. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are trying to validate this. There was, there was no, more I know, I know the way you stand pushes things out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're speaking about, yeah, you know, uh, uh, scripting and, and letting that, you know, kind of go according to um, like the actor's own ideas. So uh, I think that comes back to that point just now when we were talking about, you know, uh, discussing with creatives and like letting the best ideas win, right? So we were doing the script, script read. And I remember, so the first, for, for the first episode, there's, they did this trust fall thing. Yeah. Um, where Gamit falls, can I spoil it? Yeah, okay. So he falls on his, flat on his face. Yeah, he falls so forward. And falls yeah, forward. So in my script, actually he falls backwards and, and he just collapses on everybody. Right. Because he's too heavy, right? Um, but when we were doing the script read, then Gamit just says, why not I just fall forward, like in front? Yeah. And then we just all burst out laughing. And I was like, okay. And then I just edited it on the right. spot. Yeah. So that was something else. Claire, I was just like, I'm not going to fight him on mm, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But so, to be honest, that's a very reused trope. La, the fall forward. Yeah. But I, I, I felt like that was him um, kind of giving his Owning input. The role, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he do his own stunts? <laughs> he did. He had a mattress on the floor and oh, he so fell. But on he also it. got the belly that John is talking about, lah. So. <laughs> that was the. Oh my god! No, you can see. see we're watching this. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on the director's commentary. There's a clip of him like falling on the mattress. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so this is for like lines right of like jokes, but like how about the characters? Like when you were writing and developing, like was it did it differ when the actors started coming in and then like change things up, or was it kind of similar? Uh, so for a couple of characters, I I had people I was referencing, so then I'll send them, like who are these people? Right. Um, act like them, kind of thing. Wait, so who are, who are these people that yeah. you send? As I cannot I cannot tell you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. For example, for Ben's character, it's a friend's friend's friend. Oh, it's not a TV character. It's just a. It's like it's just a yeah, person. It's yeah. close. That, oh, no. that I was close to. Oh, no. and then so I was just sending Ben like. Instagram posts on yeah, this yeah, person. Yeah. yeah. Which are hilarious. Got, got any parts of Pachukang like that? What? No, got any parts of Pachukang like leak out or not? Like he act halfway suddenly. He he he. Not really, but maybe there are some like gummit parts that, that leaked out. But I think it's okay. I, I, I feel for most actors, um, like there will be that one bit of them, like as much as they're changing different yeah, roles, yeah, yeah. right? There'll be that one bit of them which is mm. still themselves, which is important, lah. Yeah. I think because also we know Gurmeet Singh through Pachukang, you don't know how much of Pachukang is actually Gurmeet Singh. Mm. Yeah. So so another another aspect of your show is that you, from what we understand, you 
you are basing episodes off of like certain social issues that you feel are present in Singapore, right? Some, yeah. What What are those issues and like, was that one of the main reasons why you wanted to create this? Or did it just like come along like later on? I think, yeah, it was one of the, the reasons why I wanted to create this. Because uh, I I just felt like a lot of shows a lot of shows um, about Singapore made by foreigners, right? Sometimes they don't understand um, certain issues that happen in Singapore and I wanted to just highlight some of that. Um, What's like one specific example that you can give? Of? Of the social issue that you're highlighting. So I was, so let's say in episode three, it was about our failure at bilingualism. Mm. Mm. Bilingualism. Bilingual. <laughs> <Bilingual. laughs> Don't you speak words, guys. <laughs> the irony. That's not a big word. <laughs> it's just I mean, I didn't tough. trip on it. You tripped on it. The singularism was so weird. <laughs> 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 okay, then. That was a very really gummy-sing like joke. Actually. But, but yeah. Sorry. It's called monolingualism. Oh! <laughs> I don't know, I never go film school. <laughs> <laughs> you never go English school. So. Yeah, so you mono then? Then, <laughs> nothing, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, so the episode addresses that. And uh, I was but, no, but was there something that, I mean, you, you, brought the, uh, you brought out that conversation in the episode, but was there something that you were trying to say about it? Uh, I think... I was definitely trying to say that you lose out in not being able to speak more than one language. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, in this increasingly globalized world. Mm. Wait, you also posted a TikTok or something sometime back addressing this, right? Oh yeah, very long ago. Yeah, yeah I, remember, oh, I remember. I really digged it up. <laughs> so, so you all along, you're already feeling, feeling for this one already. And now yeah. finally you can do it in a more polish. Because, okay, how, 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 um, um, uh, uh, what do you say? How uh, how fluent are you guys in your mother tongue? Not quite. Very. Can't oh, at very? all. Yeah, my yeah. mother from China. We're considering oh. doing a... You keep a dropping that line like yeah. it means something. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Hey, John is very good. I was just saying because we were in a meeting with a client. Shut right? up, Sarah. And no, he, no. he did the whole thing in Chinese, right? With maybe like only 10% English words. And I just, I remember saying it to a colleague like, oh my God, actually John's Chinese is that's not really true. good. Mandarin. Oh, Mandarin. Okay. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. <laughs> If you are the one saying it, you'll be more aware. Maybe because I don't half, understand at all. Half was English, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand at all. So to me, it's like, wow, this is really impressive. Okay. I don't think it's important. You are, you're, you're, you're good at it. You're, you're Fantastic. <laughs> no, but I don't think it's important you're because like with technology, right? I feel like eventually we're all just going to have the device. Then whatever language I speak, right, you'll just translate like in real time. Yeah. Sorry, but is the issue knowing your mother tongue or just knowing another second language? Like, is that good enough? Oh. Yeah, I guess knowing another second language. Huh? Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's more of appreciating culture and being able to communicate with more people or... Because like, so knowing your mother tongue is more of like you going back to your roots, right? Which mm. was a little bit more of the episode. Yeah. But knowing another second language is just, you know, it helps you open, broaden your mind, get more worldly, I guess. But in Singapore, was mother tongue really ever for going back to your roots though? Or was it not just for like commerce. practicality mm. yeah, and commerce with it, like China, for example? Because yeah, I, I, know, I know Malay, for example. And I'm fluent in it. Was that your, your second language? In yes, school? it was my second language, but it wasn't my mother tongue. It was because I, I came from Malaysia and then they gave me a choice. So I wanted to choose one that I would score well in rather than yeah. Chinese, like, you know. <laughs> if I was given a choice, I'd probably pick Malay as well. It's easier. Oh, really? it, it's just easier. makes sense. Yeah, it just makes sense. Like I can look at it and I can guess the way to read it. Oh. But Chinese, why? It's just like it's like a bunch of f- drawings. I'm so tell you, I mean, <laughs> to tell you a sound this drawing make. What the f- <laughs> Yeah. What what other what other issues? Issues. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I, I touched a little bit on the class divide. Like okay, I was I I, I don't four. think I I discussed that very extensively either. But I did 
like one of the things that was brewing in the back of my head when I was writing was this very interesting survey that CNA did two, three, four, four years ago, I don't know, uh, where they interviewed kids, young kids, and apparently they found out that the biggest divide amongst students, yeah, mm. young, younger people, is actually not a racial or religious divide, it's a class divide. I think mm. it was with an MP, Dr. Dr. Janil. I think that's the... Or similar, there was a show based on that, on the results of that survey. So yeah, on, they on did. CNA. Yeah, like a, a news feature and they spoke to kids. And I, I think they talked about how, oh, because they have friends of different religions and races, mm. but they didn't really have friends of different like social backgrounds. So do you guys have friends across do different... Do you guys have friends? Across different <laughs> <laughs> like social backgrounds? I don't think yeah. I've ever had a super poor friend. Eh. Like my impression, Same. I mean my... In primary school, like how I... How I encounter them is like when they go up to the canteen auntie, right? Then they'll give the coupon instead of money. Is there coupons? They are meal tickets. Oh yeah, the meal voucher yeah. thing, right? Yeah. 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 It's like their support, like support scheme. Then I think that was my only impression of them, but I've never made friends with them. Yeah. Mm. Why? Why do you make friends with them? Just not my class, or no? Like, oh, as in class, as in no my my <laughs> my school class. Yeah. The forty people in my yeah. <laughs> same room. Ah, okay. Nice. Do you think what school you go to matters? Yes. yes. Oh yeah, actually when I went to my secondary school then I had more interactions with richer people. So it was a not not to reveal how spoiled I am, but I think I have in previous episodes. Like, <laughs> like I, I went to an international school because I'm an international student and most of my friends there were all very, very rich. Like the kind that they would come in Lamborghinis to school and that kind wow. of thing, right? So like for the longest time, because this was my my first interaction in Singapore, right? I thought that Singaporeans all had Lamborghinis, all lived in bungalows, and were all like have houses waiting for them already after. And then after he met school. us. <laughs> no, so, so I think I think when I first entered like the working world, right? And and honestly, it just goes to show how oblivious I was, like, and realized that actually the that wasn't the norm. That was the one percent, but that was just my idea of Singapore because of who I was interacting with. Yeah, right, right. I think so, I also shared this before, but like, back in the day, actually now maybe also, but like. When it came to dating preferences, right? I would try to date like girls from like a upper class. Date Why? upwards. Why? When you were younger. <laughs> Interesting. Still, uh. Like or still now. <laughs> now, now I think like I widen up the the, the, the options a bit. Like, even we should not getting any younger. But, <laughs> but no, I just, to me it's just like if they are from a upper class, then the things that they wanted, the the, the goals that they have seem to be like bigger. Right. Versus just like trying to survive or whatever, you know? But isn't and that the mindset is different and, oh, like, and what, like what they ask of you might be different also, man. Hmm? Like their expectation of you will be different also. Yeah, yeah. So the main concern that keep coming up, right, is that like they are going to have this expectation of what their life should look like. And then mm. what if I cannot live up to that? Or am I comfortable to enjoy that life with them? They okay to pay everything. You know? Or I right. feel like guilty or what that kind of shit. Have you had that girlfriend that pays for everything? I dated a girl who who was like that. But then in the end like like but will you, do you feel okay about it? Yeah, I don't give a f**k. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she can pay for everything, I don't care. Money so, only money, so you want to do what, then we do what. So that's why you were saying, sorry, you prefer girls who are richer. Not because of the money. Yeah, okay. not because of because the money. Because of the mindset. Yeah. But it's right. Yeah. Like I dated, like my first girlfriend was like not ultra wealthy, but like condo wealthy. Whereas my family is not wealthy. Um, it was quite tough because, and then one of the reasons we broke up, right, is because like we started spending weekends at home. Because I ran out of cash to like go on dates. And I mean, among other things, like, right, probably some comms breakdown and some shit, right? Um, but one of the things she, she did mention when we broke up, and I wanted to know why, because I ran needy right back then, 
was that she got she feels a bit bored that every weekend we just spend time at home. But literally because no money go out. And why she, she you? <laughs> no, that's why she stopped dating him. But la. you guys uh. can still do stuff for free. Like walk, go nice. for a walk in a park. Uh, no, as in, so she was not okay paying like from her own pocket. Because like, y'all can go out, but she got money, ma, right? But it was not about rich or poor, you know. It was more of... I mean, it, it was a little bit about that. But I think because I had some savings and I, and I blew the savings very early on in the relationship and set one expectation. Oh. <laughs> you saw market for yourself. Uh, that I couldn't keep up with. Mm. Yeah, then... It's, it's not like we take time to plan a date. Back uh, then, it was still, you know, I will plan our uh, our date, that kind of stuff. Right, then right. after that, I, I just I just plan at home. Oh. Mine is I them upfront. I say, I know money, but I can provide with the, the emotion. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Yeah? Say this kind of shit. You just say 15. anything. I'll <laughs> <right. laughs> oh, <laughs> No, but I feel like there, there was a show. I, I think uh, remember the old show that Faka said to you before Faka Fast, right? Um, that like how like when you are younger right and you really got no money and I feel like I've used the advice before you go take bus together because everyone pay for their own transport then you go food court everyone will go and spin order their oh, own food oh right 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 then right. it's like Ding. secretly go Dutch uh. secretly go Dutch then you use Kopitiam car you get discount not sponsored but like I just went to Kopitiam yesterday I realised how big the, the discount was massive right. oh, yeah, so they are not offer me I reject uh. so then so let's say when you grew up with these bunch of rich friends last time then when let's say you hang out, then y'all go out. Don't you feel like at times you just you cannot afford? I I struggle to keep up. Uh. There there were some parts where I have to say I'm sorry I I can't come because like like you know like after school right when I was in Malaysia we would like, maybe save money we'll go McDonald's or we'll go get bubble tea. After school in this school, we were going to like Sedeli. We were going to like right. like proper cafes and spending fifty dollars on like coffee. But your la. family also quite well to do no? No la, not to this level la. Like they were they were doing it like they were maybe upper middle class definitely right. not upper class but slightly wealthier than middle right. class so like we just had enough to you know send me to singapore and send me to school then suddenly like asking for more allowance to go to a cafe like, but did you feel like that drove a wedge between you and your friends though um i think they understood i, I mean I, I don't think it was to the point where i was not going to a lot of outings I think it was just like oh yeah, you got to study, you know. Or right. like, I'm just I'll stay back in school instead. And, and it was much like easier for you to accept because in a sense you, you are an alien. Yeah. Right. You came here and like oh okay, people in this country are rich and they go to Delhi after school lah. Yeah. So and like, that's oh. why I thought I remember like when I went back to Malaysia and then uh, my friends would ask me hey how Singapore how's Singapore friends? And I'm like wow they really love the Delhi for some reason. I think I got the opportunity to also meet quite a lot of people from like upper classes right uh, when I was younger because like my secondary school is like Saint Gibbs lah right. So it's like a neighborhood school, but also a bit not. Mm. So some, not like in my some, some parents were said like they, they're from upper classes and whatnot, right? but they mm. still send their kids there. So I managed to make friends with these people who we, we never knew how rich they were. Right? They, you eat kopi, eat whatever rubbish they, they do with you. They do all the normal people shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> normal people shit. <laughs> yeah. But then like later on, <laughs> no, but then later on when they grow up, right? They are the same people. Yeah, like money didn't change make them, them uh. different. Yeah. yeah, which which I think is great. Yeah, yeah. But but then like what you're talking about, if you're, they're kept in that bubble where they don't mix around in different classes, then I think that's where the difference is the strongest. Yeah, because yeah. when I was looking at that, that article, I felt like my experience is probably okay in that ca case a, a minority because I have friends from all ends. yeah different ends la. But where do you meet them though? Like school or? So yeah, so when I was in say uh, primary school and then secondary school. Uh, I had friends who, I didn't, I didn't go to a, super, a school where it's, okay, so I know I know friends who go to say like ACS or something, then they say, yeah, there's a lot of people with 
who have like chauffeurs who come mm. into school and stuff. Like, I, I I never known of anyone at a point time like that. Yeah. And so I would say, okay, because I grew up pretty working class ish, and my friends were all also about the same. Like we all just stay HDB, and I would say it was only when I was in JC when I went to JC. I happened to hang out with this friend who from there I hung out with her group of friends who were all a bit more uh, upper class. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, and, That's where you met Ralph. Now, now she's, no. <laughs> Is everything just leading? That's not yeah. where I met him. Uh, no, so, and so it was, it was a very weird, um, uh, it just so happened too. La. And right. let's say I, I was in SAJC in junior college. I think SAJC was, has a wide range of people from different mm. Um, um, social backgrounds also yeah but I mean that friend she's still like one of my best friends today long story short a group of us uh, they were all bowlers what? so bowlers bowling bowling I thought you were trying to say <laughs> bowlers all of them were bowling yeah the opposite yeah, yeah. of bowlers yeah. are like bowlers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bowlers so that was the first time I, I actually had a group of friends that were um, you know more well to do lah yeah, and, uh. and I guess it was similar to your situation when like go out and eat, right? Then let's say we went to Fish & Co. Then I look at the menu and then, wow, double yeah. digit. Then yeah. I'll order like... High double digits. Well. I'll order like a side dish. Yeah. And you'll right. be like, why you so little, you're so skinny, everything like... Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't, don't want to say yeah. that. And they're like amazing people and they're like awesome people. And I, so, yeah. I, I also learned that like I have a group of friends that like I, I like I had those experiences but I I tried to fit in like I was dumb enough to like deplete my savings to be like mm. yeah okay I'll like eat I mean of course every, every yeah, now and yeah. then I, I'll, I'll actually buy a, a, a meal la. yeah I mean, then, then I learned very late in life right and and this friend is, is Audrey Lenny. Um, we once did a show together so and she she's this Angmok looking girl she's Eurasian right very pretty very nice very lovable and whenever we ask her, hey, you want to go like have dinner here? And then she'll just say, oh, I got no money. Siao is so expensive. Mm. And then I realized, hey, I love her the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah then, yeah. oh, I learned that so late in life. Eh, like, just like, be upfront. Like, like at 30 plus, then I realized, huh? Cannot just say cannot. Ah. Don't want to say don't want. Ah. And then more often than not, we want her to be there enough that we change the venue. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Not like she was poor or whatnot, but she, because she, she lives alone, so she pay rent. We don't need to pay rent. I actually have a yeah. quite sad story about this. So I had a classmate, right, that dated up, like, v- way high up. But it's to the point where, like, when they go out, right, it's with the family that when she, is when she feels the pressure. Yeah. So if, like, say she go out and eat with the family and all that kind of stuff, right, like, just the way that they carry themselves or the places that they go to or, like, the re- like talking to other relatives and all that kind of things, right, was very, very difficult for her. And then, like, I think family was a big... Uh, was a deal breaker for him la. Right. so then they ended up having to split law just because she cannot get along as well with the family because but of like their background like how, what what would be a, a deal breaker in topic that is so hard to get along no idea man I never go to discount dinners before <laughs> <laughs> no I mean but it, it really shows one like the kind of questions you have it's like the, the, pressure, uh, yeah. the way you answer that question then after that outside of that then your your mum the ultra rich mum mm. will feedback to an ultra-rich kid to say, oh, she's not very... Because mm. they, they make their money by forming accurate, fast decisions in life that most of the time they are right. There are times they are wrong, they can afford to be wrong. Right? And I think that that kind of f- 
to view. Yeah, and I think it's just like networking in a sense. Like it's very different. Uh, I would assume lah. Because it's not entirely inaccurate. You know, like Crazy Rich Asians, like the the Michelle Yeo character is so mindful of marrying another. Like like he, her son should marry someone of a rich family also, and like I know of like acquaintances, not really close friends, whose parents are really mindful of those things. And mm, so like too. if they decide to date someone who is not of a rich family, right? The the girl or the guy the the partner really gets a lot of shit for it, mm. like without realizing. And, and it feels it feels shallow. But and then I once had a conversation <coughs> with Sid mother, um. And actually, it comes from a really, really good place, law. That I've been poor before. I've dated men with no money before, um, and I don't need them necessarily to take care of me. I can take care of myself, but I need to make sure that they can take care of themselves and their future, because they've been through with people that are just financially irresponsible or whatnot, right? And they think different. They work different, and life is just very, very, very difficult. And all they ask is that they don't want their children to go through the same, you know. Yeah. So when she say that, I'm like. Okay lah, you're not that shallow lah, do you know what I mean? I mean, I didn't say that lah. I'm like, okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But goes, usually, goes, do you think usually that's if if it's a girl dating a guy who is poorer than her? I think same. Both same. I think same. Because the, the problems, like what John Paul said, I think the problems they face are very, very different. And to some, right, one of it is a major problem. And to the other party, that's a non-issue. Yeah. But if I'm not gonna help you mm. fix your non-issue, then the relationship is going to be very, very challenging, lah. And it goes back to the idea of generational wealth, right? Like even for us, we try to make as much money as possible so that we can make sure that our children have a better life than us. And what does better life look like? Better yeah. life means that you don't go end up with this druggy broke guy in debt and they have to take care of him. It's a massive stereotype of like, I mean, whatever, lah. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah, right? Yeah. But you are kind of like get out of that, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no. then when you see your kid dating somebody, right? Then, then. Obviously, you will think wisdom, of those things. Uh, right. It's the same wisdom that you will tell your daughter, don't wear miniskirt and stay out late at night walking black in back alleys. Ma. It's the same wisdom that <laughs> Why? you tell your kid. <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa, no, whoa. I, I, I would say though that I think if it's a poorer guy dating a richer girl, with the exception of John Paul, I would feel like that guy would feel even more pressure. Like, like because there's that ego at stake. Like the man it's just fragile masculinity though. Yes, but it exists nonetheless. Mm. So do we not talk about it? No, Are you shutting right. us down, Denise? As men, do we not have right to... St- no, so I'm telling you that is, you should feel like John Paul who has a very non-fragile masculinity in this case. Yeah, how are you so secure of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. It's misplaced. Stay fragile. Stay fragile. Yeah, yeah. And earlier just now, we were mentioning that you know you you are so diverse. You do so many different things, uh, which kind of leads back to a concert that you're having that features the many facets of Annette Lee. Uh, do you want to share a little bit more about it? Yes, so I have a concert happening on the 16th of April. It's called Annette Lee All in One. And it's going to be a mix of comedy, music, and just other fun stuff with a ton of my friends as well. So it's going to be a live concert, which I'm very excited for because it's been a long time since we've been able to do something live. Yeah. And the audience can, are now able to vocalize, you know. I think that's not the cool (laughs) Yeah, y'all can heckle me. (laughs) (laughs) Will do. <laughs> Since you asked, <laughs> if they did, though, I would still be like, "Wow!" At least it's also because I have done a couple of small um, live-ish events in the past half a year, but they're not allowed to say a single thing. Then, oh, I didn't know we're not allowed to say a single thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought in general, Singaporeans just don't say stuff. I guess sometimes no, but it's it's just it's really quite silent. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like that I'll be able to <laughs> yeah. immediate feedback. Yeah. Like you can at least hear something from the audience. Mm, which is nice. mm. 
And they can sing along to songs and stuff, which is nice. So, so to score tickets for the Annette Lee All-in-One, it's actually free. Um, but you do have to ballot. <laughs> yeah. So you have to go to a website, annettelee.sg, is it? Actually, the ballot is already over. It's already <laughs> over. We chose, we chose people and already... We've already chosen. But if it's popular enough, you might do another night. Maybe. <laughs> okay. All in two. <laughs> all in one, two. All in twelve. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching this episode of Daily Catch-Up Podcast and a massive thank you to Annette for joining us today. Massive! having me. Go watch the series, guys. It's very nice. The link is down below. Also, if you like this video, like the video. Subscribe. We'll see you <laughs> in the next one. Bye-bye. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah, so we really, really like that you guys are engaging with us, leaving a ton of comments. Some of them damn constructive, some very funny also. Um, so we're adding a new segment to the end of every episode where we're going to reply to some of those comments from past episodes. Mm. Okay. Some so of them go way back. Way, <laughs> way, back. <laughs> way back. But you can also go back and rewatch those episodes. Like not even on this channel. Back. Uh, from 25th June 2021. So it's almost been uh, nine months ago. Mm. Um, for the episode, should you should you check on your Oh sperm? my God, it's my pregnancy ago. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And it's about sperm. Sperm. It's a sperm mm. episode that we did. What's um, this is by Weebles303. What did I do to get dragged into this algorithm? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> why you choose this? This is about the sperm, right? Then we talk about like, <laughs> No, but what did, what did you do? That's, yes, yeah. That makes what me question it. This is more about you than us, okay? <laughs> I agree. Which also reminds me, shout out to Ben Wong. Hey, Elgo! Ben Wong always comments about Elgo and not just for like this channel, across all our channels, he's yeah, always yeah. commenting about Elgo. Thank you, Ben Wong. Yes, yeah. Everyone yeah. else is very hurt that they keep commenting but we all never mention. <laughs> Elgo people, where you at? Okay, so from 5th of July 2021, the episode was Is it wrong to pursue money over passion? Which I think a lot of people actually said that really uh, resonated with them. What the fuck? Renazated. Renazated. Resonated with them, right? Because they had a a lot of similar problems, right? I think John talked a lot about his his point of view as a boss. And then Glenn Lim, Glenn Lim said, John seems like a good boss. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the mm. producer purposely put this comment inside here. Seems mm. like it's the key I feel like you all chose it. <laughs> Seems like it's the uh, key. Any, any response from you, sir? No, I think you all should confirm or deny. Right? It's confirmed. Lah. It's ah. confirmed. Hey, good job, man. Hey, thanks, man. Right. Very genuine. I mean, he also pays hey, me. Hey, la, but they, like, they don't know how to do the international. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 but she uh, don't understand this sign, though. We need another sign yeah, that he yeah. don't understand. <laughs> uh, there was also. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from the same episode, there was another comment by Capybara Tranquil. Uh, when John mentioned about not hiring 40 Aye. plus euros, right? Because he assumed that they would be harder to manage. It honestly made me quite sad. Ooh. Will we all become middle-aged one day? And is this how we want to be viewed at? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it makes me quite sad also, to be very honest. <laughs> no, because I do see that there is a wealth of experience that they bring also. But I also recognize that like within our industry, right? Even like let's say oh you want to poach a senior content creator, who? Right? Like where where from? There's TSL, there's SG. Mm. Do you think the fact that like that the we are all friends really, then how? Right. Yeah. Do you think the fact like that the age is higher than yours makes it difficult? Like say for me, right, if I were to have to manage someone who's older than me, I feel like there's more of a stress there. Because like I feel yeah, like yeah, they the, have the more experience one, the than The first one that. got stressed, the first one. Adele. Oh. Adele was the first one. But he made it he made it very easy because he drew a, a very professional clear line. Yeah, a very line. professional line with me. Yeah, but, but the first one was quite stressed. 
Like I, I feel like maybe there are certain scenarios in some industries in which hiring someone who's older can bring a lot of value, but they are like not necessarily involved in like say in, in the creative world. Maybe they might have lost their touch in terms of creativity, but they bring about management skills. They know. I mean, assuming, yeah. assuming, I'm not saying, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that could be a reason why people don't hire older people, right? So they. But may I mean, I'm not against it, lah. Yeah, I'm not against it. Yeah, but they may have a wealth of experience in terms of dealing with difficult people, managing, yeah. coming up with processes. Where I think maybe a lot of us don't don't realize. So don't be sad. You're not obsolete. <laughs> yeah, I think in my experience of of hiring people that are even slightly older, right, is that like startups that operate the way we do is not. There's not a lot of the relevant ones, and so many of those they come from MNC, and I'm not sure that's the experience that they would like. Because if they come in and they're mm-hmm. quite senior, and, and we do have senior roles in this company, of course, but then they're expecting that they have three or five person doing their leg work for them. Mm. Right. Uh, we don't have that. I need you. To think and do. Well, there's scenarios in army, for example. I know of friends who, like, after they go OCS or whatever, then suddenly they rank up, and now the older people in their day-to-day life in army is suddenly lower rank than them. Is no, that awkward? So, so the weird stuff is because in Singapore, when you when you become an officer, your first rank is officer already. Is 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 second lieutenant already. Right. Yeah. So, I have friends that the father is a senior warrant. Oh. And then um, OCS, you graduate, then you, you got your little one bar, right? Your father comes and pin it on you. And then if you are in uniform, you have to salute your the officer. Oh. Yeah, so, oh. and, so the, and so the father told him this is the last time. <laughs> 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 then, uh, then, then the son shout, knock it down! Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, the power. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, yeah. SA, it doesn't really work this way though. The, the officers really, really respect <laughs> the intrigue. Hey guys, so we're adding a new section at the end of every episode where we respond to some of your comments, questions, feedback, responses. So uh, if you want, if you have any questions for us, just leave them down in the question, uh, question, in the comment, comment section, section la, uh, and we'll respond to them. So that we can continue the discussion beyond the episode. Huh? Huh? Get Good to idea. type in, get to All type right, in. Alright, thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.